From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. to Jim Cornette's favorite podcast, the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get to the show today, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world. I'm talking India, Germany, Ireland, the UK, Taiwan, Canada, the United States. We are growing every day, and it's all due to you guys following the podcast, downloading the podcast, subscribing, leaving us those five-star reviews, rating us. Thank you so much. We appreciate all your love and support. Without you, there is no us, so thank you so much. Thank you for following along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on TikTok on Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on everything at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Thank you so much for all the support. We have a super stack show for you today. We got all the news around the wrestling world. We're going to run down tonight's Impact Wrestling on Access TV. And speaking of Impact Wrestling, we're bringing back Making an Impact because today we're talking about TNA Impact from January 28th, 2006. Of course, we have the news and notes for the day. And I may have a personal message for a certain Kentucky wrestling legendary manager. But you don't have to wait till the end of the podcast to hear about that. Thank you so much for following along. Like I said, let's get into this super stack show right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. We are ah, the podcast where apparently the stars listen to. So let's talk about the news and notes for the day. AEW has confirmed and announced yesterday on New York City Radio that they will be coming to New York City for the first time ever on September 22nd. They will be at the USTA Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's a a tennis stadium that holds about 20,000 people. That's going to be a huge, huge crowd for AEW. Their show is going to be called Dynamite Grand Slam. If they could sell out this crowd, it would be the largest crowd for an AEW event ever. And it's going to be in my neck of the woods, New York City, baby. So you better believe I'm going to do everything I can to get my ass into the fucking USTA Arthur Ashe Stadium. And I will be at AEW Grand Slam Dynamite. I don't know when tickets go on sale, but tickets start at $25, so make sure you check it out. And let's pack that place out. Let's let's show them that the crowds are back and we're here to make some noise. Anyway, someone who will no longer be making noise in the wrestling industry, unfortunately, a super talented wrestler who, you know, did not, I, I think, did not get his just due. But ACH, a.k.a. Jordan Miles, a.k.a. Albert Hardy, will be 
officially retiring from professional wrestling. He announced yesterday he will no longer be a professional wrestler. He said he's walking away. This is this is coming right off of the Leo Rush retirement last week. It's it's sad that a lot of these young super talented wrestlers are leaving the business so early, but ACH uh I I became a fan of his in Ring of Honor, when he first debuted for Ring of Honor, met him a couple times, always was a super cool guy. I remember during a meet and greet for a Ring of Honor TV tapings in New York City, I went to and ACH was giving autographs, and he was the only wrestler who would come from behind the table and would have full-length conversations with fans. He would have uh, the fans put wrestling moves on him while the pictures being taken. Like, he was super cool, super dope. I, I always was a big fan of him, and... I personally, like I said, I had conversations with the man. The man is awesome. I, I always thought he was a really cool guy. Uh, never really got past the TV title scene in Ring of Honor. I always thought that he would be someone that could be a really good world champion, even if it was for a short time. I thought that he was rising up the ranks and could have been that next level if they believed in him. Um, I know he had some uh, backstage heat in Ring of Honor. He had problems with Jay Lethal. There was a physical altercation between him and Jay Lethal at a bar, I believe. Uh, ACH gets signed to... Well, then he goes to Evolve. He leaves Ring of Honor, goes to Evolve, wrestles in Evolve. Um, there was some controversy there where him and Ethan Page, I think, were hard to work with or they refused to do a wrestling match and they were both suspended from um, Evolve. I don't know if that was... That might have been a storyline. But I remember it was the talk of the wrestling world that ACH did not do a match that he was signed to do or something like that. Uh, get signed to the WWE. Rechristened Jordan Miles. We know how that went. He, you know, was very outspoken about what was, in his eyes, deemed a very racist uh, t-shirt that they made for him. And, you know, if you, if you look at the logo of the t-shirt, it's kind of hard to argue against him in that aspect because it was it was a little obviously you know racist but anyway we uh he then leaves wwe he gets released from wwe he quits wwe then he goes to uh mlw he returns to mlw has some really good matches there i believe he wrestled for the new japan strong but the, now he's walking away, and I, I really want to see a resurgence in ACH's career because I was always a fan of ACH. Also, oh, before I move on, I just want to say, you know, best of luck in ACH's future. Whatever he decides to do with his life, you know, best of luck. I hope you find success. There's speculation backstage in within the WWE that the King of the Ring will be returning the King of the Ring tournament has been a fixture for the WWE ever since as long as I could remember. I always was a big King of the Ring fan, so if they bring back the King of the Ring, I am all for it. We still got the last King of the Ring, Baron Corbin, walking around with his crown, fighting for it with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, but maybe they don't have to fight for much longer because there's going to be a new King crowned, and that will be at the new King of the Ring. I, It's all speculation right now. I don't have no information whether there is one or there ain't going to be one, but it's speculation that the King of the Ring will be returning very very shortly. Now, WWE producer Sean Devari, who works backstage for the WWE as a producer, will be wrestling in a in-ring match tonight for a non-WWE event. 
he will be wrestling for Impact Wrestling's on Access TV tonight, which is very, um, you know, weird how that works out, how he works for the WWE, but wrestling for Impact, that's that, that's got to be a first, right? But yeah, Sean Devari wrestling for Impact on Access TV tonight. Make sure you turn in to Access TV for Impact Wrestling. There's going to be a lot going down tonight. We have all the fallout from uh, Impact Wrestling's Against All Odds this past Saturday, which was a great show. We have the fallout of Sammy Callahan being fired by Don Callis. And now, who's who's going to be wrestling Kenny Omega at Slammiversary, being that Sammy Callahan was the number one contender. We got Kojima versus Rhino, which is going to be awesome. You know, you got a Japanese legend versus a American legend here. That should be really good. We have uh, TJ Perkins. Well, did I just call out his government name? <laughs> We got TJP versus Black Torus tonight. That should be a really good match. And like I said, we have all the fallout from Against the Odds. So make sure you tune in tonight for Impact Wrestling on Access TV. Impact Wrestling has been very consistent. One of the shows that have been fun. Whether you know it's your cup of tea or not, it's a bit, pretty much a buffet. They have great women's wrestling. They have great wrestling. They have some funny backstage skits. They have some... Quick, fast-paced wrestling. They have some good big men. They have it's it's a it's a good melting pot for a lot of different styles. And Impact Wrestling has been about that for a long, long time. And you're going to hear more about how Impact Wrestling's been for a long, long time on this podcast because we're going to be going back in time on the Wrestling DeLorean, going to TNA Impact, January twenty eighth, two thousand and six. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about TNA Impact. From January 28th, strap in your car seat, hop in the DeLorean, and let's go on for a ride. We'll be right back. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest edition of Making an Impact, where we go back in time and we discuss every TNA Impact from their Spike TV days and beyond. And we're going to be talking about January 28th, 2006. Today, the Impact, where Sting is finally here to talk to the fans and he's going to make his big announcement. We also talk about all the fallout from uh, Final Resolution 2006 and... We make some matches going into Against All Odds 2006, which is looking to be a super stack show, baby. So let's get into this episode of Making an Impact, because this was quite a newsworthy edition of TNA Impact from this day in 2006. Last week we left off with Impact, where... Sting was supposed to be there, but it got pushed to this week. So this is the week where Sting is finally here in the Impact Zone. He hasn't been seen since Final Resolution when he returned for his match against Monty Brown and and Jeff Jarrett. And on this episode, he will be here live and in living color, and he's going to be talking to the crowd, and he has a big announcement. So we get a video package of the whereabouts of where Sting is to start off the show. They, they are, you know, there's a lot of people speculating that Sting, there's a problem with Sting being that he was supposed to be on the show last week, but he wasn't on the show last week, and he's going to be on the show this week. So, first match of the night, we have the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Jeff Jarrett come out with Gail Kim, and he's going one-on-one against the strapping young upcomer, a very young Jay Lethal here. This is, this is pre- Ring of Honor legend days. This is pre-Black Machismo days. A very young Jay Lethal going against the world heavyweight champion Jeff Jarrett. And before long, not before long, the match gets started. We have Jackie Gata come out and Gail Kim gets in her face. But before she could do anything, Jackie Gata gives her a tape recording, presumably about Jeff Jarrett. And what's it called? Jeff Jarrett's like, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing, Gail. It's nothing. But... Gail Kim goes to the back with the tape recorder, and that's the last we hear about that for the day. Anyway, in the ring, we got basically a squash match. You know, Jay Lethal got some offense in, not too much offense, but he definitely got some offense in in this matchup. But Jeff Jarrett basically squashed young Jay here. He hit him with a a uh, stroke, which, by the way, I never seen someone sell the stroke or at least go up for the stroke like Jay Lethal did. So that was pretty funny to see. He went. Up like when Jeff Jarrett does a stroke, which is basically a reverse uh, Russian leg sweep, where he basically uh, face plants you. He just goes forward. When he was going forward, Jay Lethal jumped up into the air, and it looked like Jeff Jarrett almost lost him in the air because he had to like basically catch him and bring him back down for the stroke. I never seen that before, but that was pretty hilarious. Very funny here. Uh, Jeff Jarrett wins the matchup. After the matchup, while Jeff Jarrett is celebrating in the ring, we got Christian Cage coming out. Christian Cage says that he has made it official. He has signed the contract, and at against all odds, it will be for the NWA World Champion, Christian Cage versus Jeff Jarrett 
And this is a big match here signed here. Christian Cage still is the big uh, signing from WWE. He's going against Jeff Jarrett. At this time, Jeff Jarrett already has been champion for about six, seven months. So, and, you know, nothing against Double J. Nothing against Slap Nuts here. But, you know, at this point in CNA, it's getting a little stale with Jeff Jarrett constantly as champion. But we have that match signed. It's going to be Christian Cage versus Jeff Jarrett at Against All Odds. Next, we have another squash match. It's Kenny King and a partner who I didn't catch the name of up against Team 3D. This was an extremely quick victory for Team 3D. They pick up the victory, and they get on the mic. They say that they are honored that the fans voted for them for the TNA 2005 Tag Team of the Year. They said that they haven't been there long, and for them to be voted, it's truly an honor. But they said that they have revenge on their mind. They want both AMW and Team Canada. So, they said, who are they going to go after first? They said they're going to let the fans decide, being that the fans voted them the 2005 Tag Team of the Year. So, they said, if you go on TNAimpact.com or TNAwrestling.com, I should say, you could vote whether, against all odds, Team 3D goes against AMW or Team 3D goes against Team Canada. The crowd goes wild for that. You know, know, fans love choice. Fans love choice being involved. So they they got the pop for that. We next get a video package for Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and Christopher Daniels. We're getting the rematch at Against All Odds from the Unbreakable Three Way. If you don't know what the Unbreakable Three Way is, boy you've been living under a rock. But if you do know what it is, you do know how big of a deal this match is and to have a rematch of it, I don't know if it's going to live up to the hype of the Unbreakable 3-Way, but the Unbreakable 3-Way was basically a five-star classic, still to this day regarded as the greatest match in TNA history. So, we're going to get the rematch a couple months later. It is Samoa Joe, who's the X-Division champion, going against two challengers, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, and this is going to be absolutely phenomenal, no pun intended. Backstage, we see Austin Aries, Roderick Strong, and Alex Shelley. They are arguing with Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn saying that they keep cheating. And then Austin Aries said, oh, win by any means, right? Blah, blah, blah. Just some back and forth banter. We then get Michael Shane or uh, Matt Bentley at this time. Matt Bentley says that he's going to show them how to uh, win a match and how to grab opportunity by the balls uh, Jerry Lynn says that he should be going out there right now because he has a match and he has a big opportunity. That big opportunity comes in the form of the Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe, who is the current X Division champion, like I just said, and he absolutely destroys Maverick Matt Bentley. Destroys him. Samoa Joe is no joke, and he really proved why he's such a dominant champion. Samoa Joe has been talked about on this podcast the last couple days more than anybody's been talked about in a long, long time. So shouts to Joe being relevant in 2006, and shouts to Joe being one of the most talked about things in 2021. That's a testament to the type of wrestler that Samoa Joe is. So shouts to Joe, and I, you know, think it's really cool to see New School Joe and Old School Joe all within the last couple days. Next, we got a crazy brawl. Well, it's a matchup, but it becomes a crazy-ass brawl all over the arena between Rhino and Abyss. 
This match was a really good hardcore match, but this match was historic for a spot that has been seen on many different highlight videos for TNA. It was also a part of the 50 top greatest moments in TNA. But we have a moment here where they're fighting backstage and Abyss is standing by a wall. He has his back against a wall. And Rhino says, gore him? And the crowd goes crazy and... Don West is like, gore him. Where are you going to gore him into? And boy, did he gore the shit out of Abyss. He gores Abyss right through the wall. They have a thousand different camera angles here, even from behind the wall. This was just absolutely awesome. Rhino gores Abyss, and it leads to a no contest. But this was so freaking fun. This was so cool. This is how you do it right. If you're going to have a no contest, this is how you do it right. You know, like I said on... Uh, this past Monday's fight for Monday night, you know, there's a lot of finishes to the matches where there's like a no contest or a count out or a DQ and it's just boring. This is how you do it. If you're not going to have a finisher, if you're not going to have a a actual uh, winner, this is how you do it. And this was just awesome. If you haven't seen this moment, please go out of your way to see Rhino goring Abyss through the metal wall because that shit was insane. Next, we got the Professor Mike Tanay. He's out to the ring. He runs down Sting's career, and he brings out Sting, who gets a massive, massive ovation from the crowd. Sting then talks about how, you know, he, he's been around for a long time. He ain't no young chipper anymore. He's been around for a long time. He remembers matches against Flair, Steamboat, uh, the NWO, and he talks about how when he wrestled Ric Flair on the last Nitro, he thought it was just that, his last match. But he said that when TNA came to him and said, hey, we just got on Spike TV. We want you to be the part of this. He checked out the show. He said he saw guys like AJ Styles and the X Division and Christian Cage. And he said this is his product. This is his brand. And he wanted to be a part of TNA, even if it was for one match. So the crowd started to get the sense that Stinging sticking around here. So then Sting says that he... Always regretted the fact that he never got to say goodbye. So this is his big announcement. He has this chance to go out the way he wants to go out. He said it meant so much to him when the crowd was chanting, you still got it. And he said that he's walking away here. Thank you so much for the memories, but goodbye. He gets a standing ovation. The crowd wants to see more Sting, but he gets a standing ovation anyway. He puts his bat. He leaves it in the ring. We got AJ Styles. We have Chris Sabin. We have Sanjay Dutt come out. They give him hugs. They thank him for his, you know, his career, his, all his contributions. And then Christian Cage comes out. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Stink says, I got to go. I just got to go. Christian Cage wants Stink to hang around for a lot longer, but he didn't. So then we had, uh, what's it called? Christian Cage hugs Stink to end the show, and we see Sting walking down the tunnel. This was a very emotional segment, and... It led all. It, it ended what was a great episode of Impact. We had historic matches being made. We have historic matches happening on this Impact from historic moments like the Rhino Abyss moment that went down in history. And we have Sting's big speech here. This was a great episode of Impact. I'm giving it a 4 out of 5. I thoroughly enjoyed it from beginning to end. So that was today's episode of Making an Impact. We're still on the road to Against All Odds 2006. So I'm excited to see what happens next week. Make sure you tune in for every episode of Making an Impact and every episode of the Wrestling Delorean Podcast. When we come back, 
We ain't going to be talking about wrestling news. I have something to say to the rest of my fellow podcast colleagues. I'm seeing a lot of similarities in what we do and what other people do. I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of copy and paste if you know what I mean. And I have never been one to hold my tongue. So we're going to talk all about that right after this commercial break. It's time to call some people out. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. They say imitation is the greatest form of flattery, right? Well, to an extent. And I feel very flattered that some aspects of this show is being imitated. But I also got to talk about it. And I also got to call some people out. I got to call some legends out. And I'm not being, you know, one of these marks that's like... Thinking that, oh, they're a part of the business and I'm about to, you know, think that I'm a bigger deal than what I am. But you know what? This is blatant copy and paste in my eyes. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe that this podcast is being heard by the stars of the wrestling podcast world. So let's talk all about it. Let's get into this right now. Tell me if I'm crazy. Tell me if I'm just, you know, imagining things. We're going to find out. Let's talk about it. You know, we have a lot of new fans. We have a lot of new followers. We have a lot of new subscribers. And I am so incredibly grateful for all you guys from all over the world. I am so incredibly grateful for everybody that supports this podcast. Because without you, there is no podcast Without your support, there is no us. So I make it a point to always say on every episode in the beginning, and you guys know this for people that have been listening for a long time, I've always made it a point to say 
thank you and show my appreciation to everybody that supports this podcast on a daily basis. You know, it's no lie that we've been growing. It's no lie that we've been becoming more of a regular staple in the wrestling podcast world. And I'm very humble. I'm very appreciative of that. It's very humbling. And I am so grateful that I have that opportunity to actually talk to a wider audience and a broader fan base. I I changed the concept of this podcast from being just about classic wrestling to talk about the modern day wrestling. This way I could have that broader fan base and I would not be closing the door on anybody who wants to listen to what they want to listen to. If you like classic wrestling, you get your classic wrestling on this podcast. If you want to hear about the modern wrestling, you get your modern wrestling on this podcast. If you want to hear your news, if you want to hear your notes around the wrestling world, you get that on this podcast. If you want to dive back and if you want to indulge in nostalgia and act like you're back in 1996 and talk about Raw and Nitro on a weekly basis like you're living the war again, you get that on this podcast. And I'm not saying that anybody's out to get me. You know, I'm not paranoid here. But ever since this podcast started growing, I started noticing some things that people may call coincidence. I, being more involved than other people, may, you know, I may see it a little differently. It was announced by Conrad Thompson a couple of weeks ago that on 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff, and by the way, by the way, by the way, it's not a shot at anybody. Truth be told, I was a huge fan and still am a huge fan of all of Conrad's uh, podcasts. It's really the reason why I started doing this podcast on a daily basis. Conrad Thompson's podcasts are absolutely phenomenal. So I want you guys to go out of your way to listen to Conrad Thompson's podcasts. Listen to 83 Weeks. Listen to Arn. Listen to Grilling JR. Listen to My World with Jeff Jarrett. Listen to Something to Wrestle With with Bruce Pritchard. Great stuff. But when I see similarities, like when Conrad Thompson announces that he's going to be going back in time and watching an episode of Raw and an episode of uh, Nitro and comparing the two on his podcast, along with Eric Bischoff, you know, it's very similar to what we do here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And if, you know, if he thought of that, you know, it's not like it's rocket science. You have Eric Bischoff on the goddamn podcast. You know, it's not like he's, you know, reinventing the wheel here. And it's not like I reinvented the wheel. I, I, I didn't create the concept of nostalgia. It's just as this podcast started getting bigger, the concept that I created as the niche for this podcast is now on a bigger podcast, which is, you know, flattering. I respect that. It's flattering. Shouts to Conrad Thompson. It's cool. Right? Other people brought to my attention that Conan's podcast has the GTA uh, lettering fonts, just like my podcast cover has the GTA lettering font. 
That's a font. That's fine. That could be a coincidence. You know what I mean? It's a font. But where we start talking about blatant copycat bullshit, we got to talk about our pal, Jim Cornette. Now, I know Jim Cornette is not the person who's making these making these uh, clip arts and thumbnails for his YouTube. But it's no lie that I just changed my cover art to have the DeLorean on my cover. And a, me, a picture of me with the DeLorean on my cover. Literally this week. And yesterday, if you follow the Jim Cornette experience and the Jim Cornette drive-thru, Jim Cornette usually puts clips of the podcast on his YouTube page. And if you go on the YouTube page for the Jim Cornette experience, what do I see? Because I listen to Jim Cornette's podcast. So once again, this is not me coming at people who I don't respect. It's me talking about similarities with people that I do respect. So let me put that out there. I respect Jim Cornette. He's very outspoken. I don't necessarily always agree with Jim Cornette, but I respect Jim Cornette. But, like I said, I just put a damn DeLorean in the podcast cover art. And what do I see on Jim Cornette's thumbnail for his podcast? Jim Cornette driving a DeLorean. Now, that, my friend is when I said, I got to start talking about this. It's no longer paranoia. You know what I mean? This is a little strange. And, you know, they say imitation is the greatest form of flattery. So if it's indeed true that Conrad Thompson or Jim Cornette is listening to this podcast on a daily basis, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you listening to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And if you guys grab ideas from the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. But do me a favor. Leave the DeLorean to the person driving the DeLorean for all our fans. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I appreciate all you guys that listen on a daily basis. Thank you so much for everybody. Thank you for all your love and support. Thank you for following along on Instagram and TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. I hope everyone has a great day. Tune into tonight's episode of Impact on Access TV. Make sure you tune in tomorrow to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. We're going to have This Is Extreme. We're going to be having the rundown of SmackDown and AEW. And we'll have all the results of Impact Wrestling's Access TV episode from tonight. So tune in tomorrow. Have a great day. Stay blessed. Stay positive. Stay safe. One love. Peace out. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 